Hey guys, this is Lane Malikian, student pastor at First Baptist Church in Marble Falls, and you are about to listen to an episode from our year-long series called The Thread, where we have spent Sunday mornings going through the highlights of the Bible and seeing how Jesus pulls it all together to tell one great story that all points to him. During this time of social distance, we want you to be able to continue that study or pick it up for the first time. So each Saturday, you'll get a new episode via podcast teaching you through the content. And parents, we equip you with the resources to talk about that lesson at home every Sunday morning as part of our virtual worship experience. You can get that resource by just subscribing to our Parents Only Remind by texting code at MFParents to 81010. Put in your earphones, turn up the volume, and enjoy the thread. Well, one of the interesting things about me is that I hate storms. I always have, but I think I've actually come to hate them more as I get older. I can remember when I lived alone in Graham, Texas before Haley and I got married. Uh, And we had multiple tornado warnings in a week's span. And every time I would lock myself in my bathroom with like a tiny pillow fort around me uh, and my phone ready to send like my last words to Haley before it just took the house. Even today, I I hate driving in bad storms. I hate when they come at night. And it's all centered on the amount of things that are outside of my control at that moment. And not only that, but the amount of damage that can be done by something That is so powerful. See, creation is kind of a beast of its own. Storms, climate change, rampant viruses. It seems like it's out to get us more than it is to benefit us some days. And even the things that creation is beneficial in, that it's supposed to do right, that's supposed to help us move forward and sustain life, can sometimes make us nervous when we think that it's not going to pull through. See, we have a created world that is equipped to provide food for us and sustain us. And yet, there are times in our lives or the lives of our friends and family when things like food might become scarce or hard to come by. And we wonder, is there any hope? Or is everything outside of our control? And if it is outside of our control, then whose control is it in? See, the disciples, they come across this moment when things start to seem outside of their control, and they're going to realize whose control it's in. If you uh, reach over and grab your Bible or you scroll over in your phone, we're going to look at John 6, uh, verses 1 through 15. And it says this when we pick up in John chapter 6, After this, Jesus went away to the other side of the Sea of Galilee, which is the Sea of Tiberias, and a large crowd was following him because they saw the signs that he was doing on the sick. And Jesus went up to the mountain, and there he sat down with his disciples. Now the Passover, the feast of the Jews, was at hand. Lifting up his eyes then and seeing that a large crowd was coming toward him, Jesus said to Philip, Where are we to buy bread so that these people may eat? He said this to test him, for he himself knew what he would do. Philip answered him, Two hundred denarii worth of bread would not be enough for each of them to get a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, There is a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish. But what are these for so many? Jesus said, Have the people sit down. Now there was much grass in the place, so the men sat down, about 5,000 in number. Jesus then took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to those who were seated. 
so also the fish as much as they had wanted. And when they had eaten their fill, he told his disciples, Gather up the leftover fragments, that nothing may be lost. So they gathered them up and filled twelve baskets with fragments from the five barley loaves left by those who had eaten. And when the people saw the sign that he had done, they said, This is indeed the prophet who has come into the world. The disciples have no real control over food. So much of that world is outside of their control, and in a stressful moment, concerned about provision, they find out that it's still in Jesus' control. See, Jesus is not phased by the lack of food. As a matter of fact, historically, God seems to never be concerned about the lack of food when his people most are, because even he can provide manna from heaven like he did for the Israelites long, 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 long ago. What is out of our control, the created order, is right in the control of God. And we are reassured of this in Colossians when it says this about Jesus. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him all things were created, in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him, and he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. Jesus is the one in control. Why? Because he is the image of the invisible God, and he was there at creation. He took part in creation. And the one who creates has control over the creation. Well, what does this mean for us? That when the things that are out of control seem like too much, we can come to Jesus and trust that he is working those things out. It may not always be the way we think, but it is always for our good. What is interesting about the feeding the thousand story is that the same crowd goes searching for Jesus the next day for a quick meal. And Jesus doesn't feed them this time. Why? Because they didn't want Jesus. They just wanted a quick meal. He reminds them he is the bread of life and the only one that can truly satisfy. When life gets out of our control, we don't need more control. We need more of the one who is in control so we can trust that he is taking care of it. Thank you guys. Have a great Sunday. I hope that you're enjoying listening to the thread as we walk through scripture. We can't wait to see you this week at the loft. We can't wait to see you in your Zoom groups. We keep listening and growing closer to Jesus.